0: Life happens, Life happens with Pinelo Mudine. Pinelo Mudine on SAFM. On SAFM.
1: Welcome. If you've just joined us, you're on SAAFM and my name is Pimelo Modena. It's eight minutes after two o'clock now. I regularly speak to Kosi Giani, who's our clinical psychologist, to talk all things relationship, and today we are discussing that child that just never leaves home. Good afternoon, and thank you so much for joining us, Kosi. Hey, Pimelo, great to be here again. So, an adult child staying home—why is that a problem, or is it a problem?
2: <laughs> Good question on both sides um, <clears throat> It is a problem um, In the sense that Sure, let's throw back mm. that, that, that There's an evolutionary mechanism at play In how human beings Are born into the world How they are nurtured At a certain time The whole idea of living with parents Is that it is about Socializing. It is about being able to nurture, first of all, physical needs of the child. Mm -hmm. That physical protection, safety first, to to be able to provide everything that the child needs to survive at a time when they are most vulnerable physically. Together with that, it is then also, we are social beings. It is part of the socialization process that creates that psychological self. The self is created in that interaction with significant others from birth, right? And the whole idea is, and if I may use a metaphor, it is to allow the child to grow down. Like when we plant a tree, the roots are meant to go down Mm -hmm. because that's the stability. It becomes Mm -hmm. the ground on which the tree stands, Mm So it is. So they are always. Let's kind of call it two dimensions. And of growth is that an, and almost like an anchoring? Absolutely, okay. it's a two-dimensional, uh, you know, developmental process in that it's about growing down as they grow up. Okay.
1: So then. So,
2: so the point is that at some point they have to leave the nest. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> and, and and that's the question, right? Yeah. Is it important for them? are not meant
2: to... to live in the nest forever. <laughs> Why is that the case? <laughs> because there, there is an evolutionary mechanism that says we are there to, to continue to propagate as a species. Mm-hmm. And, and we may you know question on some level and say, but no, we are, we are not you know, in the evolutionary stage. We have evolved as human beings. Sure, but there's an evolutionary mechanism that plays out through us. Mm-hmm. But also equally, you get to a point once, you know, part of your growth is that you get to a point where a self has developed sufficiently Mm -hmm. that it wants to hold its own. Mm. It wants its own nest. There's just that mechanism in us. The voice is loud enough and it wants to speak
1: and it wants to be heard. And perhaps that's that's where the tensions with the relations then come through, because once that person has evolved enough into their own, fully into their own. Yes, they have anchored themselves from this particular culture, this particular family, this particular community, but they have evolved and they may decide to see things differently or they may decide to be their own person. And Mm -hmm. when the two collide, brings with it some problems sometimes. Indeed. So so sometimes
2: so and, and in this collision we're talking about when a child's need for independence collides with a parent's need for the child's dependence.
1: Hmm <laughs> Okay. so whose problem is that? Who <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs>
2: Because, because you know, many a times if, you know, and it could happen the other way around. So, for uh, example, yes. you know, there, there are some parents who can't wait. Can this child just leave?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And they feel like they have a neck of this child that they feel eternally responsible for having brought them into this world. Mm. And how do you now throw them out into the street of life for them to fend for themselves? And and the one a useful metaphor in this in this discussion is uh, you know how an eagle raises its 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 little one yes because it will build that nest but at some point it knows they need to leave the nest mm-hmm. and it will literally clutch under the nest and pull it apart from underneath mm. for them to fly and flourish so and so on some level there's there's that conversation that needs to happen there's that that cord has got to be cut That so was cut physically many years ago Yes at some point it's got to be physically cut again psychologically and emotionally there's got to be that severing
1: l- l- Let's talk about families where the dynamic is that it is the adult who really, really wants to hold on to this adult child and cannot let go. And in fact, the extreme being that they themselves become the child and act like a child.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So that's that's when the child becomes parentified.
2: Correct. So now, in other words, the the child is kind of serving as some surrogate parents of their own parents. Because there is a sense in which the child is serving the parent's needs mm. instead of the other way around. The parents have not decentered themselves from the child. They have not cut their own cord from the child. And it usually, in many cases, that happens because the child becomes triangulated.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: In other words, the tension between the parents, the child gets caught in between the child becomes the conduit through which the parents meet their needs that they are not
1: able to meet with each other or individually so so it's, it can also be that it's not necessarily two parents it is the parent and maybe other siblings yes, yes. so that you're the glue you're the center you're the Absolutely. anchor and all you, of that you hold things together yeah. you are exactly you are the center without which the, the
2: structure uh, you know implodes on itself because let me and ask you. Pe- maybe financially.
1: Yes. For one. Or for a whole lot of other psychosocial reasons. Mm hmm. Oh eight nine one one zero oh, four two zero seven. Let's just call in and and present your story and your dynamic and and how that is weighing you down, or perhaps you just love it. You love the fact that your children are not leaving, and my goodness, you can see them every day, and you think it's all great. The question is, is it great for everybody? Oh eight nine one mm-hmm. one zero oh, four two zero seven. a clinical psychologist, is my guest. So, Kosi, who's to call it? If if you know, everything is equal in the sense that maybe there isn't a real illness maybe that is the cause of the dependency because sometimes that, that, you know, that in itself uh, is a different type of need. So it's it's a physical need which is not the same as just an emotional need and financial need. Who's to call it? Because it's an uncomfortable conversation, I imagine. Yeah. So the one, in
2: this case, since we are working on the scenario of the child wanting to leave the nest, but the parent, correct? Yeah, yeah. So the one who needs to leave is the one who's going, who wants to introduce a change mm-hmm. to this pattern of yes. life and living. So, so, and it is it, it becomes their responsibility to buy their own freedom <laughs> because you kind of, you know, then become an, an, an endangered slave in the system as opposed to feeling I am here out of love and lettering and and it's a mutually reciprocal and beneficial relationship.
1: So are the stakes really high or people do people pretend that the stakes are high? In other words, if there's so much guilt given to this glue, this anchor that, you know, you need to be here. Without you, things will fall apart. The relationships amongst all of us will never hold. You know, all of us, are, we, what would mm. we do without you? Mm. How much of that should this particular individual take in? And is it true that everything will fall apart? Or should you, in any event, just let it go, even if it does fall apart? Yeah, well, both, both of those scenarios are possibly true.
2: In that it, it may fall apart, and it may need to fall apart for them to develop their own wings to fly. Mm-hmm. Because you've been the crutch, you've been the surrogate, holding people that should be learning to fly on their own wings. And for as long as you are lending them your wings, they will never develop the strength to fly on their own and so they will continue to be dependent as long as you allow it to be so. So you are not a victim of the system, but you are an accessory
1: and an accomplice to the system. Should you be willing to also take the breakup in relationship? Is that too high a price? Uh, I think not as your
2: first port of call and choice. I, I think that is is quite a far uh, place, far down uh, point to reach mm-hmm. and hopefully... There are points in that process Mm -hmm. that can mitigate against things getting that far Mm. to that extreme. So one of the things is, you know, so we were saying, let the chips fall Mm. where they do so that people can learn how to piece Humpty Dumpty together again. Mm -hmm. But secondly, they may not fall apart. They may discover that what was holding them was their, you know, holding the system together was their fear and not Mm reality-based. And and for as long as they never try to see how strong they are to hold themselves and each other together with you possibly as part of, but not the source of Mm. the strength of this family. Mm. Because you are a member of, you are not, the defining feature of the family.
1: Hmm. And it's actually quite a terrible illusion to imagine yourself being the anchor and the be-all and end-all of a
2: family. In itself, it's problematic.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's illusions
2: of grandeur, if mm. you might call it yes. that, you know, on on that scale. Yeah. Because, there's, you know, there's kind of a God complex.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Either on you, the pin here, or queen pin queen here, you know, or they, that's what they think you are. And therefore they will
1: continue to be, uh, uh minimize themselves. <laughs> but, <laughs> Yeah, until uh, yeah, and I mean because one may always plead this. Oh, it's so heavy, but actually quite like the fact that you you think, (laughs) you think you're actually the only reason why anything works in this house. Uh, Cross, let's just take the. uh, There's an SMS, um, in fact, a WhatsApp note that coming that's coming through on 0614 104 107. Keep them coming, and you can also give us a call on
0: 0891 104 207. Uh, I was premier and the guest over there. Those people who can't leave their nest of mothers are females, most of them. And they are coconuts. They can't even sustain the relationship. They can't stand on themselves. They always have excuses, a lot of excuses, hence we say they are coconuts. Within six months, she's having 15 boyfriends. This is Maswabi. Oh, (laughs) wow! let
2: me leave (laughs) you to that. You, (laughs) let me (laughs) leave you to that. (laughs) Yeah, quite a heavy label to use uh, on this. I would not have imagined that that, that's a label that would apply in this case. Um, You know, the one thing, so the way that we have framed the conversation was the other way around. Mm -hmm. But of course, we did say, you know, to begin with, that it it can happen in the way that he is talking, that it's females who are scared to go out there into the world. And one of the things, the one part of me that hears that message is the one part of me that says, we then need to look at the cultural scripting that has said, for example, that a girl will leave her home into her marital home.
3: Mm.
2: Like somebody has mm. to take you out of home Mm. Mm-hmm. you know, uteri, and and I remember there was kind of um, an embarrassment for you to have to leave your home, not through marriage. Like, mm. wh- wh- what am I going to say? You are doing on your own. Mm. Like, what are people going to think of a girl who just lives on her own in a flat mm. somewhere?
3: Mm.
2: You know, what impression does that give about you?
3: Mm.
2: Like, you look like a loose, permissive. Kind of promiscuous kind of woman you know who has no morals and boundaries who doesn't come from a home and therefore your your value as a as a woman
3: mm.
2: and so you you're kind of you know kept in reigned in so that you need the knight in shining armor to whisk you away out of your parental home into this palace and and this new life so so in effect in a sense. You were perpetually a child who moves from one level of being parented by the birth parent into being another you know subordinate child to the husband who's going to move from one position of submissiveness to mm. another mm. position of submission We
1: can't trust you to be on your own and do the right thing no because, because as, like you need how, to be managed yeah, as a woman you, you
2: can't it was it was inconceivable. Not so long ago,
1: somewhat promiscuous. In fact, there, there in there yeah. lies that that connotation. Wow. Yeah. Tandy, you are calling from Middleburg?
3: Good afternoon. Afternoon. How are you? Well, thank you for calling, Tandy. I'm good, thank you. I just wanted to comment. I'm driving from work on my way back home. Mm-hmm. Um, the previous um one who sent a WhatsApp said, "Ladies, ladies are the ones that do this." Mm. I've been married for uh, two years. Mm-hmm. and the, the mother-in-law just does not want to let go. Of the son? Of the son, yes. I, I remember two weeks ago, the son was here. She called constantly, bringing up excuses. I'm sick. I need to go to the hospital. I'm not feeling <laughs> really well. I need this and that. And mind you, she's the last born and of seven. Of seven. Most of them are staying just around <laughs> the place in Polukwani and he's in middle back but he keeps on calling and he, he he ended up asking why don't you just call your your other son that's just next door at distance? He's like, No, <laughs> he's not there and giving giving up excuses. So it's not only women that are experiencing this, even I mean men, even women are experiencing this. And I'm only 28. I'm already like I cannot take this anymore. I cannot. So yeah,
1: Tandi. I'm I, I sorry to laugh. Eh? I'm sorry to laugh at your problem. I mean, it's so <laughs> sad. I'm so sorry about your. Listen, does he? Does she? Even at least, do you have the conversation, or do they have the conversation where maybe she just misses him because he's not around.
3: That's the thing that's because he's always at home oh. he thinks that he's always going to be accessible <laughs> even when he's not there and it's a problem because when I stay in Middleback, he stays in polokwane he only travels to come see me maybe uh. a week when he's on leave but still they would want he she would want the attention even at the time mm. when she at least give us a chance just mm. to be together without her intervening and interrupting our peace <laughs> Tandi, one last question before you go
1: One last question before you go Was he the last to leave the
3: house? He's still staying there oh. In fact, you know that traditional thing So even the are Under that impression That he has to Actually, I have to move to And stay in their house Is that the plan? I'm not around. To, no, no, no I'm not about to do that Ouch. Actually, I'm not going to do that at all And he knows it's just that he feels sorry for her for for his mom sometimes to be like, hey, because she's old, she's around sixty. So yeah. Wow, cause he... The thing is, he also uh, sympathizes with him with her. Yeah. Sometimes when he, she says all these things, he agrees to what whatever you could. Mm. I could be there and they would say, please go buy bread. I'm there. They send him to go buy bread and leave me in the house. So it's a problem. It's really a problem. How about Oh
1: wow,
2: yeah. So, so that clearly is 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 some separation anxiety on the mother's side, and it looks like some sort of dependency, and and, and, and I'm not a mother parent. But you know, there is the the theory that sometimes parents have their favorite child. This is the one who, for whatever reason, they are so much more emotionally attached to even though they may have 15 other kids there is just that one child that becomes you know, the, the crystal child that, that they, they have a special affinity for so even though the ones may be closer it is, it is not the same for, for the parents and, and, and that same bread coming from the other child is, is not good enough it has to come from this child because not, there's not just the bread there's also the emotional attachment that comes with the bread so the, 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 if it came from another one, it, it could have easily just as, as well have been bought from a vending machine. So what is necessary is is upward management. Hmm. A, a parenting plan in the opposite direction yes, yes. to what is usually
1: meant. Yeah. There Jay, needs to be a parenting plan. Jay, you're calling from Pretoria. Good afternoon.
0: Afternoon, how are you? Well,
1: thanks. Go ahead, Jay.
0: I'm highly blessed. eh uh, uh, I, I just uh, before I talk, I just want to say to the previous call caller that she must be strong. Eh? Uh, I'm a father of six children. Uh, I really enjoy their company at home. On the day that they will leave, I think I will cry.
1: What What's the eldest? What's the age of the eldest? Or the youngest? Uh, er,
0: the eldest is 18 years.
1: And the youngest?
0: The youngest one is 11 months.
1: So the 18 year old, you you're not ready for the 18 year old to grow up.
0: Yeah, eighteen and sixteen, Yo, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready at all. I think even when they grow they get a job, yeah, natural they'll have to leave. But the way I enjoy their company, the day they leave I think I'll cry.
2: And and that's so, perfectly okay, Jay. You you can cry as they leave. It's okay. It's not like it's not like you don't have to cry. It's perfectly understandable, you know. So cry yeah. as you yeah. wait.
0: Mm mm-hmm. mm. Is it, yeah, because I really enjoy, I really, I really, I really enjoy their company. So that's what I just wanted to say. But as a parent, we have to understand the, the the natural situation that there's a time when the children grow, they'll have to live on their own when they begin a family, and we have to give them a space. Though sometimes it may be hard to depart uh, for, for 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 that time when it comes, but you must just be strong. You must just accept it.
2: Jay, thank you so much for your call. Thank you. And I just want to say they don't necessarily need to start a family. They can be on their own. (laughs) You see, again, there's another loaded message to this.
1: Yeah. There's (laughs) another script that's playing out. We, we we need a lot more therapy than this uh, show <laughs> can give us. Thank you so much, Kosi. Thank you so much Thank for your time. Kosi- Thank you, Camilla. I have a good word. Thank you, Kosi Gianni, who is a clinical psychologist helping us navigate through uh, that really big problem, you know, to leave or not to leave or to be allowed to leave or not to be allowed to leave the home as an adult child. That brings us to T30. Let's go to Utila Saku for the latest in headlines.